Uh-huh. Yeah, marvelous. Okay. Yeah. Uh. I'm on my Frank Lucas shit. Three piece suits, Valentino cufflinks, LV shoes. I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, filling on the breeze. City skylines, we're puffing on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda. Made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got a bullet in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks, no chinchillas, baby. So what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand. Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks. Talk the praise and he talks to me. Keep my business out the streets, it's the ART. Damn, Craze, you couldn't like, like, jalate el pelo para arriba. Going, going live on YouTube. Going live on YouTube. No, go up. We gotta go like this. Going live on YouTube. <laughs> I apologize for the delay. There you go. I like them curls, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got to leave the curls up, you know? <laughs> Crazy got the Trump come over. I yeah, like the but, curls. Crazy. But we're, don't we're renaming it, off, though. though. Don't let peer pressure get to you, bro. We're renaming it the Craze come over. Oh, we're already live on YouTube. Live. We're live on YouTube. Welcome to Hola. a brand new episode of The Rick A Show. Our 75th episode. 75th? Congratulations. And we went from 60 to 75 that quick. Just goes to show it's September. Putting work in September 1st. Welcome to the show. Uh, I had I had a beer to celebrate the 75th episode. What you were gonna say, Crazy? I'm sorry. No, I said it's my birthday month, September. Yes. My mother, my mother-in-law, my cousin Jean. It's like 80 people in my family that got September birthdays. Wait, Craze, when's your birthday? September 22nd, the Craze episode. September, oh, not, all right, you're like me. You're celebrating all month. It's September. All of a sudden, it's your whole birthday. Cheers to Craze's birthday. Cheers. It's just soda, but. Cheers. Um, I want to say rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, off the top of the show. Uh, again, I said on the live, celebrity deaths don't really, I don't really get like crazy. Like, you know, the Kobe death did hit me, unfortunately, like really hard. And then this one, it felt exactly the same. Bro, honestly, I feel the same way as you. Like, I mean, recently, and I don't share this information with a lot of people, but even recently I had, I was just sharing with my friends actually, like two, two. So Wait. I had two I'm weeks ago. I had my massages going. Is that in Jayla's screen? What? Somebody's arguing over there. No, oh, somebody came into the house. Oh, oh th- th- this is what happened. Damn. They just brought me a whole bottle. That's so, insane. no, but like two weeks ago, I was sharing with my friends, and I don't share this like vocally. I don't share this on my IG, but like two weeks ago, I did a Zoom funeral for my aunt in Costa Rica. She died from COVID. She got into oh, the hospital. On, she got into the hospital on Saturday and Tuesday. She passed away. So Wednesday we had the funeral, and it was a whole thing. Like even during our show, we were recording with Giancarlo, and I got the text messages. It's like, "Yo, Tia just passed away," and I'm like, you know, and it's, you know, it's crazy that we're still living in this reality, and this is what we're actually really going through. But you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like it's. It's it's different. We gotta like still. It goes to show life is short. Yo, this the the Black Panther Chad Bosman news was in like to me so mind blowing because it wasn't like it was like oh he just died out of nowhere. No, he had filmed six films during his chemotherapy during his death during his like process of all of this during his cancer and he yo if he would have told somebody it would have been leaked a long time ago he didn't tell nobody because everybody was just as shocked and not only that today we also get the death of eric marillo 
Yeah, the, uh, I was about to mention him. Uh, very popular DJ. He did the song I Like It Like That. Real young. I think it was 49. Um, 49, he did I Like To Move It, Move It, obviously. I Like To Move It, Move It. That's the one. That's the one. Not I, like I was like, it's so weird to me that, like, obviously I'm from Miami. So for my... For me, I know him as a Miami DJ. I don't know him for like I like to move it, move it. But no, that's a that's a huge record here. But in I didn't realize it was him until like that's what they're like naming the situation at this point. So it's weird because obviously it's still going through its processes. Nobody knows what really was that final cause of death. Obviously, when especially as as a Floridian, you know when you say found in your Miami Beach home. It's like overdose, suicide. Like We already know the list of things that it could have been. Um, it sucks that it came a month after of what he has been accused of. Um, so it's it's really weird that we're going through all of these challenging... It's 2020, that's what... That's what, what was it? 2020 this is 2020 things. That's like the only way you can explain it. What was he being accused of, though? Uh, he, so apparently December of 2019, he got, um, he sexually, it was sexual, sexual battery against a girl at a club in Miami. Oh, And it happened, he got charged a month ago and it supposedly happened December of 2019. Well, he got charged, he got indicted. And that means the district attorney of whatever county he was in has enough evidence. It's Miami Dade, so it's- so Miami Dade County. Yeah. Um, so if you're just joining us, rest easy, Chadwick Bozeman. Rest in peace, Eric Murillo. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Um, it's just I was I was just talking about the Chadwick Bozeman passing. It just it hit different, you know. No, oh, that's bad. that that Chadwick Bosman thing really, really did hit different for and I, for a lot of people in a lot of different industries. Because again, he wasn't one of those people that came out in 2016 when he got diagnosed, saying, "Oh my God, I have cancer." Feel no, he shot Black Panther. He did. Is is for that reason he hit different? No, he you did know, everything he did. he did, and he kept it silent. And it's funny because I see that meme where they're clowning him. Yeah. About being so skinny and so sick and so frail when mm-hmm. nobody actually knew he was going through chemotherapy. He was dying literally in all those times that people were clowning him. And it's like they say, you got to give those flowers when people are alive. Are alive. Yes. Not when they're dead. Yes. So <clears throat> we had a scheduled episode for today with a guest. We rescheduled it. Um, so the situation is this. By the way, Craze is here. I'm sorry. Craze is here. Jada is here. Clarence is here. The show is directed by Justin Trees as always. Our 75th episode. Shout out to us for making it this long. Um, hey, I love your hat, my friend. Thank you. Shout out to DRNY for the... Nueva Yoling. Uh, it's from the uh, Luisito Martin movie. So the situation is this. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody knows... Jacob Blake was shot seven times in the back while in front of his four children. Um, Also, around the same time, a 17-year-old, I'm not going to say, yes, he's a Trump supporter, uh, but a 17-year-old with an assault weapon, because that's what it was, killed two protesters. Um, It's just... Well, time we live in a world like it's, it's, it's just crazy. First of all, there's so no, many levels wrong with you. the. It's funny because we're talking about this, right? So I got repost. So the other day I reposted that. Uh-huh. I reposted, you know, because they did the comparison with Trayvon Martin and they did the whole comparison. Yeah. 17 year old, he freely shot somebody at a. Kyle Rittenhouse. Blah, blah, Built blah. Trayvon just had a hoodie, got shot by George Zimmer. Yo, and I had DMs of people like, oh, you're not educated enough. He was defending himself. And obviously, for me, as long as, like, I love, like, for me, I eat, breathe, live New York. I, I'm a New Yorker in my heart. That's just, just who I am. But if you know who the fuck I am, the reality is I'm from Florida. I was raised in Florida. I am from Boca Raton. I am a Republican. Like, I get, I get the situation. Yo, I have a whole video on Viceland 
where my brother voted for Trump and I was anti, like, it's a whole thing. It's a whole issue of where I was raised. So in this situation for people telling me, oh, you're uneducated, you're on this, you're on that, is really upsetting because at the end of the day, if it would have been a young African-American boy, if it would have been a young Afro-Latino or if it would have been an Afro- just a Latino in general. It, it would have just, it would have been a whole nother narrative. And that's just for the situation and where it's at. That's not okay. It's so, not okay. But let's, let's do it like this. First of all, there's just a lot of layers of it. Let's first talk about Jacob Blake, who is paralyzed, by the way. Um, thanks to that officer. So there's, there's the spin narrative of the approach. So depending on what your uh, allegiance, where your allegiance lies, I don't want to say allegiance, but depending on where your interests lie or who you support, uh, there's people attacking Blake's character, right? Uh, they're saying, you know, oh, he was reaching for a knife or he did this in his history or he did that in his history or he was running from the cops. He wasn't listening. So let's first talk about that. Let's defend those arguments. I don't care who you are, right? I'm going to just say my two-piece on this. This is, this is what I thought was, first of all, not only was he shot, that's bad enough, right? He was shot multiple times, seven. So I think that's redundant, right? Getting shot is bad enough, but to overkill and seven shots. And then what makes it worse, it wasn't even facing him. It was his back. That's what cowards do. And then the fact that his children were watching, the fact that his children were watching, it, it, it just is, there's just so many layers to that whole situation. Um, and people were just angry and upset. I mean, we see it all the time though. These, all these other videos are showing up. If it would be like us talking shit, like, Oh, he got shot. Like he got shot seven times. He was trying to be with his kids. Everybody has a different narrative. This is what social media, unfortunately, does. Everybody is opinionated to have their own narrative on the situation. And it's unfortunate because sometimes it's not the real narrative. Pero we have seen videos of white males, other people, light-skinned. And I'm a light-skinned woman. So coming from that narrative, saying, cursing out the cops, you're pigs, you're this, you're that, you're, and they're okay, they don't get shot, they don't get hit up. But this man who is trying to break up a He was trying to break fight. up a fight, actually. He was trying to break up a fight. He was trying to break peace. He thought he found calmness and having safety as these officers were supposed to be to come out there to save and protect him and his family at this point. And all he wanted to do was get back in his car they can handle your situation. I did what I could. You do the rest. I'm going to go back in my car and be with my family. And then you have to be in the situation. And the worst part is, and it's not the worst part. I think it's a great part because I think this is going to be one of the very few times that the narrative can change because he's still alive. Unfortunately, he might be paralyzed, but he's still alive. So he can actually talk about what his experience is. Because, unfortunately, 80% of our culture that is going through what we're going through don't have a voice anymore because they're shot dead. So, the multiple, that was, that was, that's just one layer of this case. Crazy, what, you were going to say something? Well, I, I was going to say that similar to that, which is like the idea that this is something that's happening now, but... It's always been happening. It's just the difference is that now we're seeing it play out like live, more or less. And I mean, you know, the, the concept, the arguments, we're talking about comments online. I feel like the biggest thing that I've seen is people saying like, you know, oh, if you comply with the cops, then it will happen. Right? Uh, yeah. So like, my shit is like lethal force. It, it has to do a lot with the training. You know, I feel like the training that, that police officers get is to like neutralize, right? Like to them, neutralize, kill, you know, put down. They'll they'll do 15 shots if, if that's how many shots it takes for you to stop moving. That's literally how they get trained. You feel me? And so like, 
So, so I'm I'm glad you brought yeah, it. But even also, like training our own people, like for me, I've never done anything wrong. I've never been arrested for anything. I don't I have no, any I don't do anything wrong. But that doesn't mean I still don't have that instilled fear of what the cops can do or what they are. And I come from a different generation. So imaginate. I don't think anybody should be telling black men how to approach police officers. That's, that's the first thing. Second thing, uh, the training, Craze mentioned training. Uh, this is the only country where you can become a cop in less than a year. Other countries, it's a training that takes three to four years. And if you look at the uh, mortality rate of those countries, it's like two people killed by officers in a span of five, six years. In this, in this country, it's over 100 people that have died. They don't train in that same span. They don't train um, the same way that the officers. I mean, you got to even look at beyond actual police departments. A lot of the incidents, if you look to that have happened, have to do with sheriff's departments, right? And so, like, there's a difference between, like, a municipal police department and a sheriff's department. And, like, a lot of times the sheriff is an elected position. They can deputize whoever they want. Whoever they want. Become deputy sheriffs. And, like, there's a lot of things. We could go on. Just on the training aspect of of it. On the fact of, like, how police uh, departments are structured and what kind of training they receive, I could do a whole two episodes, you know, on that. I think this country as a whole. What we're seeing right now is that we're we're able to see a lot because of, you know, cell phones, because of body. Camera, all the cameras, body media. And social media, you know, we're able to see this play out live, but this is exactly what's been happening. And, like, there's no way really to reform. You know, I, I want to talk about, I don't know, what's, what's your next topic of discussion? Tell no, me. but uh, this is I'm, my last point on training. Um, oh. Other countries have a uniform system of training and having officers. Um, yeah. This country doesn't. Yeah. And each state governs itself, and they have their own... And I think that that's something that maybe the country needs to take a look at. Um, and I also want to say, because this got me angry, I keep seeing it. Defunding the police doesn't mean take all the money away from the police. So please do your research. Defunding the police means allocating funds to programs that where they need to be. Well, we, all you gotta all you gotta look at is you know how many situations that police are called about really have to do with like mental health. Uh, issues. Um, even just here in New York, you know, how many people get caught that the police called on them and they really just need some mental health. Maybe they're not on their medication. Maybe they're homeless and they and they haven't had access to medication. Bro, but we've talked about this. Like how many of our own people in our own culture and the Latino culture have nothing to know about what is mental health? We're not okay with even talking about it. Well, the issue is also the, the city and the state have cut down a lot of funding. And that's what, but that's what, that's so, what. I'm, no, yeah. but even just in general, like, let's forget about being in the U.S. We're to counter, to, in the to, U.S. because in, at least in the U.S. we have resources. Yeah, but to counter your argument, step though. back and go, because for me as a first generational Latino, they're still learning what the U.S. process, government, medical, all that means. Oh, no, Pero, no, no, no. I feel like us Latinos, we know, we know how shit works here. And do we uh, recognize mental health? No. Maybe not. But to counter your argument is we are in a point in time where awareness is very easily made. Uh, If we had the right funding and we had the right programs, you know, the next topic is, you know, sports, how the sports world reacted. So if we had the right funding and we had the right programs, I think we have the right people in place. And I want to, but a lot of us won't acknowledge it. And there's a difference. If 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 there's, for example, LeBron James. Well, let's say the WNBA first. WNBA. What we're talking about? Okay, I'm sorry. No offense, and I, I am not a LeBron James fan. I'm a Miami Heat girl. Wait, wait, wait! Before we go into that, LeBron for what he is, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, LeBron is not a Latino. And for okay, us, but, but hold on a second. This is this is not, we're not LeBron, having. It's not enough. We're not having a conversation about Latinos, just Latinos. This is about uh, black culture and Latino culture. 
So for if there was the right funding for those right programs, we have the people to create awareness and to educate. For example, the way the WNBA reacted, because they don't get uh, a lot of the recognition, they were first to react. They put uh, seven shots on the back of white T-shirts. And they wrote Jacob Blake's name. And they were the boldest took, and the baddest of they were. They were the first ones to come out. Then the NBA, I have to applaud the NBA because they allow their players to have a voice. They're the only league that does that. Then the NBA, uh, and by the way, the NBA players get a big props because they take these issues and then they, they, they make people aware of it. it. It's something that's going on. Then the NBA... Players decided we're not going to play. It wasn't a pro. It wasn't a. They, they, the way ESPN spun it was the NBA is postponing games. They're not postponing games. Yo, so now that you bring that up, what, what, what do you, I'm not a sports fan. So for me, I appreciate the fact that, that the, that like the NBA players and the WNBA players came out and were like, you know what, we're, we're not going to play. But I, I feel like some, I've seen a lot of mixed, you know, emotions about it online. Because I know a lot of people that are sports fans are like, yo, but we want to see sports. So I feel like... The, the whole message was, this is bigger than sports. So that's, that's, that's what they were trying to raise awareness to. Um, and they, were the, they wanted change. So the NBA, wasn't po- the NBA wasn't postponing the games. The players were actually protesting, and there was not going to be a playoffs. Um, the NBAs went in, the, the players went in a meeting with the owners... And they made some demands about having more awareness, more money allocated to certain programs and certain uh, funding. But and how, the, as a fan, as a fan, I loved it. I didn't. I was first of all, if you're more interested in watching an NBA game than having things actually change, then there's this. You need to check what's yeah. going on in your brain. You know, I did. I heard the argument for them continuing to play that I, I don't necessarily disagree with because I, I felt like it, it was kind of valid. So online I was reading, you know, comments back and forth about this shit, and somebody mentioned that, like, the reason that athletes have a voice, right, have a voice to say and to, like, talk about these things is because they're, they play the sport and people look up to them by playing the sport. And so taking that away from them, you know, and, and their power in a way, during that time, like, I guess that's what it is. It's doing well, that I, is taking away their power in that, in that moment. I, I don't know. I feel like. I feel that LeBron is bigger than basketball at I this that. point. I definitely He's a global that. star. And whenever he makes a statement, you know, a lot of people, a woman told him to sit, shut up and dribble. And that's where he made a whole, he made a special on that. Um, he's more than a basketball player. Uh, not, uh, I'm not talking about basketball itself because I, if it was, if we we're just talking about the sports. I, I'm not. A, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm not a LeBron fan. But LeBron, outside of the court, I've never seen a player do more. He built a school in his hometown, Ohio. Um, when things happen, he's the first one to respond. So, and he steps up as a leader. He's a real leader. So I commend him for that. And also, you know, MLB. How can I say this? When it happened, Mookie Betts was the first one to take a kneel during the uh, National Anthem. By the way, again, it highlights why Colin Kaepernick was kneeling during the National Anthem. Mookie Betts was one of the first ones. Then Dominic Smith of the New York Mets uh, took a knee. Um, The New York Mets, the players, felt like they let Dominic down. Like they let him out there by himself. Some of the players didn't know what was going on. Uh, afterwards, he gave a press conference. If you've been living on the rock, you've seen his press conference. He got real emotional, started crying, started talking about uh, Doc Rivers, by the way, has some great sound bites also. Yo, I saw Doc Rivers. Uh, Doc Rivers hit on another level. I, just, I mean, realistically, though, when did Colin Kaepernick do this? It was 2016. We're talking he was ahead of his Four league. years ago. Yeah. Exactly. He was ahead of the league. He was four ahead years, of everything. Four years to the day. And he got punished for it. He lost his career. He did a lot. And he's still fighting for something that we're still fighting for right now. And now that everybody else, now that fucking LaBomb and everybody else is on the fucking bandwagon, I get it. I get it. I'm not all about I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with it. Unfortunately, our system is 
all fucked up. It's all fucked up. Right now, even Democratic, Republican, it doesn't matter who the fuck we vote for at this point. There no, is- it does matter. It does matter. Don't say that. No, you know why? You know it why? It does matter. In some way, some point, there's something fucked up. Because it, it, no, it does matter. It does I'll matter. I have fights with my family all the time. My family are all pro-Trump. I, I understand all that, but we're, we're going to get to that. Let's just let, let, let's stick with the uh, with the narrative. We're, we're go, uh, he's on the list. So the next after the sports world's reaction is, is the Kyle Rittenhouse. He's a 17-year-old kid that killed the two protesters with an assault rifle. Now, if you're living on the Iraq, again, if you're 17 years old, you're not legally able to have a gun. Yet the Fox media was stating that this young man was defending himself, that he was a hero. Uh, Kellyanne Conway went as far. Oh, not Kellyanne Conway. I'm sorry. Be my president. Not Kellyanne Conway. I'm sorry. Uh, I forgot her name. Damn it. I, 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 I put it up. She said, I wish she was my president. Uh, Trump praised him. So we're leading into that conversation, which we were just talking about. It does matter. And it's dangerous to say that it doesn't matter because regardless of how you feel of who's running on the Democratic side, it's got to be anybody but Trump at this point. Anybody but Trump. The man said today that uh, uh, Jacob Blake being shot seven times in the back, it's like a golfer missing a three-foot putt. It, it, it just happens. Some people freeze. No. That's, that's, that, that's what he said about the cop that shot seven times. You know what? My times. problem with Trump, Trump has, like, it's not what he says, it's how he says it. He's an asshole, bro. Like, at the end of the day, he's a fucking piece of shit. He just doesn't know how to fucking talk to people. And that's the reality. Unfortunately, there's so much more in the underworld that's going on with, it's like, it's such a weird, like, man, If you look at like, everything, it leads like, back to him. Yeah, I don't think it's that weird, though. I feel like... I, it, I, it leads back to him. I hear what you're saying, uh, Jayla, but honestly, I really don't feel like it's that... I feel like everything that's happening is Okay, happening. I and I get that. But okay, so for me, like for me, I'm a mom. Yeah. I'm a single mom. I have a beautiful daughter. And then you have all this stuff that has to come and I and like I'm not one to do conspiracy theories. I I don't you know, I really try to be like I understand what it is with politics and it what it is in this country. But at the end of the day, I worry about my own kid. And then you have all this Pizzagate situation. You have all this other stuff like that's coming into the mix. And right now we're in a really, really weird filtered world that it's like, which of the lesser two evils? Because none of it is okay. None of it's okay. Well, because of your kid, you should be thinking, what's the best situation? You know, when... concerned about what you just said, though, honestly. What are, what are you... I feel like the Pizzagate thing, I, I don't really, I don't know what that, that's a lie. That's a conspiracy theory that's a lie. No, it's a lie. Like, it's a, it's literally a conspiracy theory that's a lie. I don't know how to feel about that because, honestly, the way that I see, like, even for me, like, obviously, I'm a social, so, like, get, I'm a social media me. influencer. I'm a model. I'm on the gram. I'm not one to say social media is like, oh, the worst thing in the world. No, it helps my job. Cool, dandy. But as a mother, when you take that step back, I'm not trying to see my daughter on fucking TikTok going do do do. That's that's like a pedophile, like. But I hear that. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. But that that to me is like a parenting. That's a parenting issue. Yeah, it's a. a, I don't know what that's That's what you guys are not understanding. It's. It's normal for them. My daughter goes around walking around. My mommy doesn't like TikTok. Yeah, of course I don't like TikTok. Look, as modern. Wait, hold I on am, a second. So you're drink, saying drink, Trump? I out, I can have fun. I can go out. I can do my thing. I'm a radio. I model. I do everything. I'm okay with that. I understand, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying about TikTok. But again, it's a parenting issue. I, like, for instance, I don't want my son on, like, to have an Instagram or anything like that. Neither does my wife. You got to set parameters yourself. That's a parenting issue. I mean, you could do the best you can, but once they go to school, there's going to be other influences. Yeah, but what you, you got to do is, so you got to do your best. Wait, wait, dad. hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. 
you got to do your best job to block outside influences. That oh, has nothing you. to do with anything else. No, that's that's Rick, all. That's, that's a whole family. It's part of the new norm. When we used to be kids, what were our filters? Our environment, <laughs> people we were around, where we went to school, what we did. You didn't learn hip hop. You didn't learn all that shit from. I home. learned it from my block. Shout out to Brace. I, but you didn't learn that shit from your house, did you? Your mom was not. Well, actually, actually, home. actually, I have a very hip aunt. Shout out to Araceli. Yo, she put me onto the music. best music. So. Right, hold on, hold on. But that's all parenting issue. None of this, none of this tells me why. Like you said, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no uh, choice. There is a choice. Anybody but Trump. Give me reasons why I should go and vote for Donald. Oh, I'm not saying Trump is the the solution. Oh, but it sounds. Listen. No. From the I, last two minutes. I said no. I said I think right now in the world that we live in, there is no solution. Whether we go Republican, Democratic, we obviously have to find which one is the lesser of the two evils. But each one has its own evil and its own. Yeah, and I I agree with you on that point. But the my point to you is when a man who's supposed to be the leader of the free world is purposely dividing and igniting hate. Because that's what he runs on. I'm not. Listen, I'm, I'm not about it. I don't. I completely. Joe Biden could have all the issues in the world. But if you give me Joe and you give me Trump, I'm running with Joe. Yeah. I'm running with Joe because he's got Camila behind him. That shit. I mean, again, she got her issues, too. Like he got his learning from Obama. So from his learning from Obama, I'm going to give that. So then, okay, so Obama why are you talking credit. about this Trump stuff? Listen, I, I think you need to stay in New York. Don't go to Florida no more. <laughs> no more Florida for you. Yeah. Well, for one week, yes, I hope you So, no. all right, what I want to get to is this. Kyle Rittenhouse, 17-year-old that shot the two protesters, right? Again, because I, 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 I read everything. I read you know, people I agree with, I, I, I read about, you know, respective journalism. There are journalists who you can still respect in this world. But I also read, you know, the Looney Tunes, which is Fox, right? So their argument, and Trump, by the way, was praising this young man. So their whole thing is they show him pictures of this kid cleaning graffiti in, in his neighborhood, right? Trying to make it seem like he's a... Like he's a he's a good no, person. He's not, he's not from there. He's not from there. And also, they did not show the video of him beating up a woman. So they oh, like really they try to clean up his character and attack and attack Jacob Blake's character. So it's just what you're watching, what you're seeing that leads your point of view. So to my point, right? The people who are defending Kyle Rittenhouse, really think about it. Seventeen-year-old. With an assault rifle. What the fuck's he doing there? Also, he was inspiring to be a police officer. That also leads you to the conversation of maybe the way the police are being trained and they're looked at, because they're glorified by certain people. Yeah, bro. And look at look at who wants to be a police officer. A nigga that's gonna go and be a vigilante and try to kill people in a protest. So that's who that's who's signing up to be a police officer. And when we mean protesters, we don't mean the people who are because there's agitators out there that are being sent out. Anybody shit. You should not be shooting nobody. At all. Period. Especially seven times, especially in somebody's back, especially in front of his children. Yo, the fact that he was trying to get in his car with his kids, like it just that should And the man is paralyzed now. It just it should have gotten tased and it would have been fine. But there, there should have been a million different things you could have done. That's why the people make the argument about having a social worker with an NYPD unit or I'm not NYPD, but any police unit involved because there's, there's many ways to de-escalate situations. Crazy and I and our boy Lou, we took many trainings on conflict resolution and how to, and there's so many approaches to it. And I don't think they get that. Honestly, like, and not to throw the conversation a different way, but I was having a conversation with one of my friends recently where it was like, 
you know, obviously, I, unfortunately, I went through some domestic violence and everybody's like, why didn't you call the cops? And it wasn't that I didn't want to. It was because of that same instilled fear as a minority group that we have where it's like, I'm already scared of the cops for no reason. I don't do nothing wrong. I don't have nothing on me. I don't got nothing wrong. I do good. I'm a clean citizen. I work hard. I'm. That's not the point. But as a person of color, you grew up knowing that it's like an instilled fear of what law enforcement was. And for me, I never wanted that for my daughter or wanted her to see that that was something associated to our family or to her father, regardless of the situation. And it's really Bro. hard to have to even have a conversation about that because it's something that's rare because act as people of color, my mother, yo, my mother has, bro, the cleanest record in the whole world. Yo, she gets like, she sees a cop and she goes like this. Like she well, just that's, that's, so that just tells you there's a huge issue. You know, the thing about black men, how black men should act when cops uh, approach them or comply with police officers. It's like telling a woman she can't wear whatever she wants to wear. That, oh, she wore that? Then she wanted to get raped. Yeah, she wanted me to go hit that. Yeah, so don't tell anybody how they should act. Um, again, I'm pretty sure if you see the beginning of videos, people are being compliant. It's just this authority thing, you know, uh, like, oh, uh, and they, they just try to get over on people. And it has to do with who becomes a cop, who idolizes cops, and the training that they receive. Most of the most of the guys that want to be cops are guys that have some issues. Some, some bully, some bully tendencies. Yo, yes. I, I think that the what I would say, bro, and, and I, I don't know how, how much longer you, you're, we're going to be on this topic, but I mean, I feel like part of the conversation for me is about people knowing their rights in a way, right? So, That's what Colin Kaepernick did. Shout out to Colin. And so I feel like you know, we gotta that, educate. That's the yeah, first that, thing. Educate. You gotta, you gotta focus our energy on, you know, right now. I mean, I, I really don't see how you can become you can be educated become educated about this kind of stuff and still see it the same way. But you know, I feel like it, it's at least important for people to if know. If you know your rights and a cop approaches you and he sees that you know your rights, the situation goes down different. Yeah, for Most sure. Of the time. Sure. So I think educating is the first part. The second part is not being afraid of police officers. They do, they're there to do a specific job. If they violate their authority, you should be educated on what to do if they do that. No, um, I, I think one, rule number one for me, bro, is don't call the cops. I, I, really, I really have been in very, 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 I, I want to say few, but really none situations where I, I felt like I needed police intervention. You get what I'm saying? Like, no matter what's going on, really, I, I don't think that. Well, it's not, it might not be, I'm in the same situation as you. It might not be you. It might be someone calling the cops, someone else, you know, like a nosy neighbor or something like that. Yeah. And it just, they just escalate the situation sometimes. Exactly. First, and it's not I, necessary. Their job is to arrest people. You know, they, they're not there to protect and serve. They, their job is to arrest people. And so if you call them there, the, what they're... they're in and it's a crapshoot. You, you don't know who's showing up. Yeah, that whole it's literally unit. a gamble. That's the problem. So the gamble it, is like the same way, reason, the same reason I don't go to a casino is I, I know the chances <laughs> of winning that situation. They just don't like to gamble, bro. So I, I feel like when it comes to that, I feel don't call the cops. I feel like that's rule number one for me. Like I really feel like... Also, do not silence yourself. Um, yeah. please speak out, educate yourself, do not be silent, speak out. Yeah. Um, they want you to intimidate and they want to inflict fear on you. Yeah. And don't talk to them. Just don't talk yeah. to them. Do not talk to cops. It you know, it's something that's done in movies. The word lawyer solves a lot of issues. Don't talk to the cops. Don't talk to the cops. If they're arresting you, you ask them if you're under lawyer. arrest. Lawyer. 
If you under arrest, you need an attorney to be. Uh, yo, I yo that, that's the first question. Yes. Am I am I being am I being arrested? Am I yeah. being detained? No. I'll see you later. Yeah, you, have to, you have to speak to them. If they say yes, all you have to say is lawyer. Yeah, that's it. Lawyer. Them. They're not your friends. None of them. No cop is your friend. While they're wearing that uniform and they're in the cop, cop mode, they're not your friend. They're going to get I remember I had a friend who moved from Jersey to Florida when I was living in Florida like years ago. And they wanted to become a cop in Florida. And yo, nigga had nothing to eat, nowhere to live. And it was like our ex boss fired both of us. Like it was a whole thing. And I helped. I was like, yo, I got you. I know you got a family to feed. You got a daughter. Yo, I remember leaving me ghosted because he couldn't take the lie detector test. Talking about, oh, I don't know people in the game. Da, da, da. Yo, he literally had to, like, stop being my friend. Ghosted me after everything. After I took care of him, fed, did everything for my family. It wasn't even for me. It was for my family because he was friends with my husband and my daughter and I got it. And it was so weird like to just be in that situation and be like, yo, you just ghosted me because you had to go through a lie detect. Like you couldn't. Yeah, that's pretty like, accurate. I'm not a bad person. Like I'm not oh, like, yeah. I don't do like crazy shit. Like what are you doing? And it's crazy like to have been in those situations. But unfortunately, those are the situations that we go through. There's nothing more stronger than the word lawyer. It is. Especially when you're in that situation. Yeah, well, I feel like that's... So, please educate yourself. Please do not stay silent. And if you do want to get involved, which I strongly encourage, we had a, a similar episode with Luis Alejandro. Yep. He gave us a bunch of tips for that. Um, no, just ask questions. Get involved. Ask questions. Ask questions. Speak up. Don't feel stupid. Ask questions. We know it's an uncomfortable situation and it's an uncomfortable conversation, but we're living in uncomfortable times. And not only so. that, I think it's very important for us to also educate our families. You know, I come from a Central American If you background, can. And it's hard because obviously, like, I come from a Central American background. Obviously, I'm a Blanquita. My family, obviously, they look white. You know, but I come from a Costa Rican Salvadorian background. So in my Costa Rican culture, there's a lot of Afro Latino influences and my Salvadorian culture is the complete opposite. So for me, it's always been one of those conversations like we need to have this. My daughter is Costa Rican, Salvadorian and Puerto Rican. She's Afro Latina. We need to talk about this. If you want to get involved, there is a amazing organization called Movement for Black Lives, and there's also Black Lives Matter. Please go to the actual pages, yeah, the actual websites. Movement for Black Lives is really Movement for Black Lives is fucking fantastic. Um, because there's a lot of copycats and there's a lot of uh, organizations that are there to agitate the situation. So if you want to get involved, you want to know how to help, uh, those are two resources that I just gave you. Uh, we have this platform, and this is how we do it. We have this conversation. We have to have these type of conversations when, when it's happening. I feel like right now is the time. I feel like um, there's, a, there's a quote that I saw somewhere online. I'm on the internet a lot. Um, and it was something about, like, you know, when whatever you thought you were going to do when, the, when, like, the world ended, when the apocalypse came, like, you're doing it right now. Which is like, we're going through this shit right now. So like Honestly, I'm going to be super real with you guys. The only worry that I have about with everything that's going on right now in this world is the last thing I need to happen. And it's been my biggest fear since I learned about history when I was a little girl, which is another civil war. Between I mean, people of don't color be scared. And white it's going to happen. And I mean, about a race war. What is that? What does that mean? I feel like. But you know what? Realistically, that it happened is because some it's happening right now. We're in the middle. But you know what's scary though, because so as the biggest high buying power, as the people of power, we as Latinos, as people of color, as African Americans, as Latinos, as Hispanics, I don't give a fuck what you want to categorize yourself as a person of color, Asians. 
African-American, I don't give a shit where we lie in this. We are one. But even in our own cultura as Latinos, as Latin exes, as his as Hispanics, I don't subscribe we can't to that even label. unite. So that's the scary part with the whole No, we, we, we do. We do. I mean, look uptown. Up to, we're very united. Uptown, you know, there's an artist out there. Oh, he did some shit. Hold on a second. He did some shit and he, people still supporting him. So I guess we really, really united on that front right there. You know, we are we are being united. We are we are united. I think we're getting united little by little. I don't think it's as big as it needs to be because there's still people that if we mention one or two names uptown, se jodió la conversación. I don't care. I'll mention it right now. Listen, what I would say is that getting back to the to the topic at hand is that when it comes to when it comes to a civil war or a revolution or whatever it is that's going to happen, I think we're going to see some formula in our lifetime. I think that we need to decide and get educated about what, where we're going to lie in that. Get educated, our, get engaged, and get informed. Yeah, what our roles are going to be too, you know? Because I feel like that, that's the thing that a lot of us don't want to explore right now. We, we want to live in the, in the little bubbles that we've created, but we, we really got to help um, change the world. We don't think get, that we do, but get comfortable with living in an uncomfortable time. So we got to change. Jayla brought something up, and I haven't said anything publicly, but we had Dario on the show recently. Ruben Dario Ramirez, dope artist from uptown. Go check, go check his stuff out. It was a culture vulture stealing his artwork recently. And then he just went and blocked everybody that's on that on Dario's page because people started telling him about it. But yet a lot of you people out there in social media still follow this man. Yeah. So, because the thing is, we, we're, we're able, we're living in a time right now where we are all able to curate our little own bubble of reality. And that's what I'm talking about. We all curate our little reality. People, there's people that decided that Peralta didn't do nothing wrong. And since they can't see, they blocked everything that tells them that he did, then that, that makes reality. it that they can't. That's the reality so, now. So stop living in those bubbles. What I'm saying yeah. is that we're, we're going. Especially we're perception going to, in 2020 with social media, perception is a bitch. What I'm telling you is that we are going to have to live in a, in a unified reality. That's what's going to unify us because right now we live in these little bubbles. But when so, it hits the fan... I didn't say his name. Cray said it. But now that Cray said it, um, I will fuck it. You know, whatever. Uh, Who are we hiding? We, we're, not, we're not hiding for anything. We're not protecting anybody. I just feel like if you follow our page and you know what happened and you're still following that man, you need to seriously consider how you're living your life. Yes. Um, and if you follow that man and you, we're going to, we're going to say it like it is on this show. So if you follow that man and you follow us, please do yourself a favor and unfollow us. Cause we don't need that type of support. I mean, I called him a culture vulture a couple, like two years ago and we lost 1500 followers. The best thing that happened to this podcast, best thing that happened to this podcast. We don't need jock riders. Everybody knows what's up, bro. Um, but but I feel like, bro, I feel like the issues that we have going on right now, I, I feel we're just being able, because everyone's stuck at home and we're all stuck at a screen, we're able to, to like, get all of this shit. So we're getting it all at the same time. But this is what is going on, bro. Like, it's, just a lot, it's a lot to digest, and I think people sometimes need to uh, view all the sides of the stories and then really sit and digest. I mean, there's a lot because there's a lot going on. I don't believe, you know, you said that earlier and I'll let you rock, but you said it again and I'm going to address it. I don't believe in, in, in seeing and in reading the both sides, right? No, I, I don't mean like reading both sides. I like to see what they're saying to be like, yo, you can't yeah, be serious. I understand, I understand what you meant, but I feel... Justin, are you, are you there? You just, Justin, can you play me that sound bite? 
You should seek the truth, bro. That's it. All That's, you do- yes, you should. Justin, I want that Trump soundbite. You have it? Yeah, yeah. Hold on one second. Yeah, so, bro, next. I like to, no, I'm just saying, I like to, honestly, I don't read it because, oh, I need to get informed on. I just want to see what their fucking point of view is, what their argument is, because there is no argument. But that's the thing. I feel like when you when you continue, when you start engaging in that, right, you become you become part of it because what you're doing is you're you're. I don't craze, honestly. I don't. You're essentially I, saying. I yes, know. I know. I look before anything. I watch and look at and read specific journalists, specific things. I get that. Right. And then. I, I'm like, yo, this is, it's just a man gets shot seven times in the back in front of his children. Like how, what, what's the spin you guys are going to come up with? Well, there's nothing. Because there's you got to address the spin. That's okay. You got to address that spin, honestly. And they're saying, but they're you're saying. Seeing you're seeing it play out right now. Yeah. You're spinning it, right? And, and that's, and that's what, that's what lets me know that, you know what? I'm living in, I'm living in reality with facts. Yeah, with facts. I got it. So this is Trump. He he didn't address. He went to uh, he went to the town. Uh, is what's the town again called? C- C- yes. So he went to the town after the governor and the mayor said for that they didn't want him to come, and he refused to talk to Jacob Blake's family, and he wanted to talk to Jacob Blake's pastor for some particular reason, and then a reporter asked him about Jacob Blake. So this is Trump's soundbite on that. Can you hear it? No, I can't hear it. Oh, uh, hold on. Justin's gonna pull it up for us. Ann Coulter, on, by the one, way, is the lady that's Ann Coulter is the name of the lady that wanted uh Kyle Rittenhouse to be her president. Of course. Praying for Jacob Blake. Hopefully, he does. He's able to recover somehow. Um, Black Lives Matter. There's no day from now on that I'll stop saying that. I think people need to say it. People need to say the names. People need to bring all those things to realization because these things do happen. This is not like an figment of somebody's imagination. Like the president wants you to believe. You know, Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't. All right, I got defending it. himself. He murdered two people. Are like missed putts on the golf course. But they choke, just like in a golf tournament. They miss a three foot. You're not comparing it to golf because, of course, that's what no, the media. I'm says. saying people choke. People, make, people, people choke, yeah. and people are bad people. You're both. He also raised. A- so Trump was talking about the officer. Again, if you feel you're the president, you you say, "Oh, people choke," it's because that's the excuse he wants to use. So then, why you don't do something about the training about of, of police officers? Well, I'll tell you this, and that that wasn't even a good explanation. And he compared it to golf. A man's life was at stake. There's another thing that we didn't really um, talk about. I think we talked about it last time, but the police union, right? And so the oh, answer, those the answer, are the worst. That's a, the answer to your question is that they're very, they're much, very much like a, a, a powerful, you know, vehicle. Right the reason, the reason that cops crazy, I'm gonna let you rock. I'm gonna let you take the lead on this. I'll be right back real quick. Like the reason that cops don't get held um, accountable as much has to do with the police unions and how strong they are, and this thing called qualified immunity. Right? I feel like, uh, do you guys, have you guys heard that term? Yep. Where's Rick at? Oh, he left? Yo. Qualified, qualified, I think Rick left. Qualified immunity, you know, I feel like it's, it's this thing that was developed so that cops have this immunity that basically when they're in their, in the course of their job, they have immunity from being, you know, prosecuted. It's like, it's an unfortunate feel of like, they feel like unstoppable. It's like, they feel what? like they're untouchable. Like they, nothing, they, 
it's your word against theirs. And unfortunately, we live in that systematic world where that's kind of normal. And yeah. it's unfortunate because that's really what it is. And again, with what Rick was saying with Kyle and even Trayvon Martin, like it was just, it's so clearly the difference in just because of race. You know what I mean? Um, how, it's, how it's been like reported in the media. And it's like, unfortunate because, you know, cool, Trayvon, like he was an African-American, but realistically, what if he was a Dominican-American? Like how well, loud would difference would that be? We look the same. We act the same. Exactly. We have the same culture. It like, so it's like, where do we go from there? You know, and it's, it's, an, it's an unfortunate situation of what we're living with. And I know like Rick's not here right now. Oh, there he is. We got you back, Rick. Yeah. You know, it's an unfortunate situation of like what is happening at this moment, and yeah, man, him being my issue with the situation is that he's being defended and glorified by people that seriously have zero understanding of life. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the the, I I really don't understand it, and I mean, I've seen like there's something going around about like Christian pages. Um, like a, a bunch of Christian organizations um, raising money for that dude, for for the kid. Yo, they, got, they got this nigga whole GoFundMe. Kyle Rittenhouse. Let's uh, start a GoFundMe from a man, Jacob Blake, who's paralyzed, got shot seven times in front of his children. I'm going to continue saying it seven times. Seven times in the back, in the back. That's what cowards do. They shoot people yeah, in the back. So please educate yourself. Black lives do matter. Um, defund the police. Straight up. Uh, associate yourself with organizations that are out there really doing the work. If you want to get involved, please get involved and please don't say sign it. Vote. And, get and go out and vote. Yeah, please. Vote. I think we got to say that shit now, bro. I feel like I'm, I'm concerned now. Because uh, I, really I really feel, bro, that like I, I talk to a lot of people and I don't feel really good about how people feel about this election, right? And I, I really yeah. feel that. Because it's really, not something that we are grown, told, and educated to do. So for our own people, that's, no, that's, I understand. Statistically, even the senses. I don't know. I, don't, I get it, and I don't disagree. I just feel like we got we can't we can't use that excuse no more. I feel no, like yeah, that. and I honestly, Jen, I, I wouldn't say that. We can't even vote because we can't even do the census. The census is anonymous. And we can't even do that. What makes you well, think that half of us want to vote? And I'm not saying that it's Again, right. it goes to educating yourself. Yeah, man. I, Ed- I, educating I, yourself. I hear you. No, I hear what, what, what Jayla's saying, which is that. Everything starts at home, educating yourself. And yeah. I understand if your parents, well, I was fortunate enough to, my family taught me how to vote. And well, look, I, didn't, I didn't learn. I didn't learn that from my family, but that's what I'm trying to say, which is that, like, most of, that's I, the point. Most of us didn't learn that. And I hear it, and I hear you. I hear your concerns. Well, it goes to crazy I, things. I, look for the truth. Yeah, I actually share those concerns right now, and that's why I'm like, I feel like we need to keep telling each other and other everybody that we know, like, nah, bro, you have to vote, and like, you have you cannot vote for Trump, and you have to vote, and I feel like. I understand that there's a feeling like... Yeah, please don't sit out the election. Yo, I don't know. It doesn't make it... And I'm like, yo, just... just, I understand. exercise your right. I have those same concerns. I have my own, you know, reservations. But, like, this ain't the time. Just fucking vote. Just do this shit. Just one time. Just vote. That's it. Do this. Please. Because this is like... We got to understand that we're in the we're in the fight for our own lives right now. We're we're looking at whether we our lives and our children's lives. Whether we become a fucking dictatorship rests in the balance right now. Well, my theory is that win or lose, that man's not leaving that White House. It's gonna be be something different. And I I would love I would love to see if he loses. What happens? That's why we gotta we gotta put the pressure on, bro. That's that's what I'm trying to say. I'm voting for Joe Biden. Uh, I've posted up a few things. I was excited that he elected a woman to be his I mean, I fucked with Joe. Listen, I fucked with Joe Biden, you know, anyway, to be honest. Anyways. I, I heard some funny shit about him that I, I, I hope is, is not the case. But I also feel that in the long run, bro, I, I have felt like I fucked with Joe Biden 
when he was with down with Obama. I feel like this is this is a chance. He for, has educated people in his corner also. Like no, and with Kamala on his side, like it's just it's just a matter of like he needs the people on his side. Obviously, he's not the favorite. He's not what everybody. He's not Bernie. He's not what everybody wanted. But he's the person next in line, and he's got somebody powerful behind him. So if God forbid he fails, we're better off with Kamala than when we are with fucking Trump. And we so, all. He's not going to fail because the minimum that Biden brings to the table is that he's willing to listen to people that know what the fuck they're talking about. Exactly. We have a fucking maniac at the fucking, in the White House right now. Yes. This, this man don't care or listen. Bro, he, he, I hope, I hope that justice is served when, when that, when the time comes. I don't have a lot of faith in it, but all I know is that we got to fucking vote. Yes, we do. It's 100%. No faith than no faith. Yes, and don't sit on the sidelines, please. Please. Go vote. Because if you don't know, register vote. Email me. Email me and I'll fucking register you to vote. Yeah, DM the Rick A show. We'll tell you how to do it. It's very easy. I just need your social security number, but I'll register you. I'm voting in Florida, so I'll help Florida out vote. Oh, all the Latinos they, in Florida. What's they, up with the fucking help down there? Fucking Florida is a fucking mess. It's I, a I, mess. We're a shit show. I know this. Why do you think I keep trying to come back to New York? Oh, don't even get me started in Florida. I just want to say 75 episodes has been a pleasure. There's five more episodes left in season six. Damn, um, they have five more episodes for season six. Yeah, we're going to keep this one at 10. The Land Podcast Awards, I got notification today when it's going to happen. We're up for three different awards that night. Oh, Hopefully, you go out and vote. I forgot to say something. Go ahead, Chris. I forgot to say something last podcast. Fuck John Leguizamo. Fuck him. Wow. Okay. So, Praise. We told we got- <laughs> you not to say that, my friend. We got, we got five more episodes left of the reggae show. Um, there's some things in the works afterwards. It's gonna happen. How are you gonna live up to this? It's, it's, I, you know, it's good because when John's on the show, Craig's gonna have to talk to him. Uh, (laughs) because it's it's gonna happen. (laughs) Listen, if you get John, I'm gonna do the show, I will explain to him why I said fucking. So, John will be on the show when I can't give you when it happens because it's gonna happen. Yeah, um, there's five more episodes left couple points I want to make out. Seven times. Yo. Just keep that number in your 50 was shot nine times, right? But seven times in the back in front of four children. Just think about that. Take away his color. Take away his background, everything. A human being was shot seven times in the back in front of his children. Tell me how you feel after that. Nobody's supposed to feel that in front of their babies. Never. We have a show next week on Tuesday, 8 o'clock. I'll make an announcement who the guest is in this upcoming week. I want to thank... You uh, it's on Tuesday, okay? I want to thank Breakout the Crazy last week. That Yo, was one of my favorite all-time episodes that was a good ass time. ever. I had so much fun on that episode. Katia! Katia and Chris. Big time. They, they're having another... Uh, Break out the crazy Why? live tomorrow oh. on their YouTube. Uh, I saw the one last week. It was it was fantastic. I have to vibe out to that live tomorrow. Like, um. I want to thank my man Vinny from DRNY for sending us the dope flavor. Uh, you know, sending you dope flavor because I don't think me and the Craig whole squad. Craze got something. Jayla, oh, oh Jayla, <laughs> get, all right, I'm logging off. Now. Bye. The thing was, we haven't gotten the rest of the. We haven't gotten everything. Uh, so, shout out to Vinny. Shout out to DRNY. Uh, rest in peace, Chadwick Bozeman. I can't believe I'm even saying that. Fuck cancer. Black Lives Matter. I want everybody to say that. We're all about that. Please stop jock riding people. Please stop following people. Culture vultures are culture vultures. They are. Really assess. They know stop the looking. culture vultures. Stop looking up to people. Don't have false idols. Be real with yourself. 
That's Honestly. Cool. And some of the, my closest friends still know the facts and still follow this person. Yeah. I just felt like I needed to say that. Uptown, we love you. Crazy, you got something to say? Yeah. I think you said everything, bro. Just... Jada, you got something to say? Let's go. Again, I want you to close your eyes and picture a human being being shot seven times in the back in front of their children. In front of your kids, kid. Yes. If you're a parent, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Shout out to LeBron James, the NBA, Major League Baseball, Dominic Smith. Shout out to the WNBA. Big time shout out to the WNBA. Because they have the platform. And they spoke about, about shit. My girl stepped up hard, stops, buddy. Stops being silent. Start talking. You have rights. Know your fucking body. rights. WNBA. Know your rights. Know your rights. Crazy. You're the greatest. I love y'all. Jayla. Love you guys. The show was crazy. Jayla can't go to Florida no more. Yeah, much love. Cool. Much respect. we we'll see you I next Tuesday. One week in Florida and I'm already being Can't go to Florida no more. Much love, much respect. See you guys next Tuesday. Pay my rent though. Gotta stay in New York.